John Estoyle is back with his second look at the papers. RTE is the top story for three papers. The public might be forgiven for feeling they are being waterboarded by another torrent of revelations from RTE, says the Irish Independent in an editorial. The paper reports in its lead story that RTE's own accounts reveal that the broadcaster paid out 2.6 million euro in golden handshakes to executives during D. Forbes's time as Director General. The Irish Times reports that her successor, Kevin Backhurst, is seeking new legal advice on whether the details of individual exit packages can be disclosed amid mounting political pressure to reveal any such payments made to former executives. The Irish Daily Mail says in its lead story that a business case for the €450,000 redundancy payment given to the RTE executive Brida O'Keefe was presented orally and there is no written record of it. The paper says it was told this by an RTE spokesman. In an editorial, the Times says there is one positive to emerge from the omni-shambles at RTE, and it is that the issue of how the national broadcaster is funded may finally be addressed. The days of the licence fee are clearly numbered. The Irish Daily Mirror and Irish Daily Star report on the appearance in court yesterday of Frederick Thompson, charged with threatening to kill a prison officer at Portlaoise Prison last year. The Irish Examiner leads with news that University College Cork has dropped its plans for Cork University Dental School and Hospital to move to a bigger site, despite the Dean of the School warning that the current building is untenable without significant investment. The Dean, Paul Brady, believes that €40 million from the Exchequer would enable them to build what he called a proper state-of-the-art dental school for Southern Ireland. The Times and Examiner front pages carry pictures of Irish actors Eileen Walsh and Killian Murphy at the world premiere at the Berlin Film Festival last night of their film Small Things Like These, based on Claire Keegan's novel. The Examiner highlights remarks made by the Thornish the Michal Martin yesterday that Israel is engaging in a campaign of disinformation against UN agencies to scupper any possibility of a two-state solution. On the subject of disinformation, Elaine Lachlan writes on an inside page that with international journalists precluded from independently entering Gaza, a few media workers have been embedded with Israel Defence Force, balanced and neutral reporting of what is happening is difficult. The Examiner reports that former President Mary Robinson has joined business leaders, Nobel laureates and global political figures to call for long-view leadership in the face of existential threats such as climate change. In a column in The Times, Dermot Ferriter writes that there is much political mileage in framing climate change policies as destructive. But he cites the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change's warning last year that it's now or never to take drastic action to avoid catastrophe. And the UN report this week, which said that more than a fifth of migratory species under international protection are threatened with extinction because of pollution, climate crisis and invasive species. And he recalls the comment by Mike Ryan of the World Health Organization during the COVID epidemic that we are pushing nature to its limit. It's not the economy, stupid, says Ferriter. Climate is the only issue now. John S. Doyle, thank you very much.